everybody, and welcome to the Katie Weaver Show. This is Katie. I'm your host. I am so happy to be here. If you guys are with me live, it is the 19th of January already. It's about 11 a.m. Pacific time, and I want to welcome you. If you are listening to an archive or a replay or watching an archive or a replay, I want to welcome you also. I want to let you know that this is a production of 12radio.com. And I'm also live streaming it. So you can listen on the 1-2 Radio website. You can listen at Live 365. You can listen at TuneIn. Or you can watch. And you can watch over at uh, Katie Weaver Domestic Mystic on Facebook or on YouTube. Either way, uh, you can watch. And I'm going to share the live stream right now into the chat room as well so if you're in there and you'd rather watch you can do that so that's what's going on (laughs) i hope you guys are having a good day i truly do it is beautiful here it's cold like bitterly cold but the sun is shining so bright i had to this morning i noticed that it was uh just brighter outside uh earlier Our days are definitely getting longer. We're really starting to notice it. And when you live where I live and it is quite dark in the winter, uh, that starts to feel pretty freaking amazing. So very happy for that. And yeah, so we had to, we went to Boise this weekend and got our car. It's done. I told you guys about my son's accident on New Year's Day. And uh, yeah, that was a really scary situation and luckily he's okay and the car's okay and we did prevail with the insurance I know uh, <laughs> I told you guys about our little battle with them they were trying to determine um fault and they were actually trying to make us pay our uh, deductible and make our insurance pay it as if uh you know that wreck was his fault which is insane because it was caused by a drunk driver Anyway, so I finally got a hold of the accident report and the insurance, uh, the opposing insurance agreed with me and said, no, there's there's no way we could possibly fault your son for this. He didn't cause this wreck. So, so there you go. I am grateful for that. And I got my car back and she is gorgeous. She looks beautiful. You know, when they have to do body work like that, then the whole car gets a new coat of clear coat and it looks beautiful. Yeah, so detailed her inside and out, so she's just clean and lovely, and it's really nice. But my one of my grand dogs had he got neutered on Friday, and his mama had to work all weekend, so she had asked us to come to Boise and just uh, hang out with him because she was worried about him being home alone. She works twelve hour days, and so mostly we were there to just you know cuddle dogs. <laughs> I mean, you know, it doesn't really get better than that, does it? So we did a lot of cuddling dogs and hanging out and just uh, having a really relaxing weekend, which was really nice. So that's that's all that's new in my world. <laughs> Pretty much, you know. Uh, Pamela said she hopes we're doing singing bowl today. She's out of sorts. We're going to drum, actually. Uh, everybody's out of sorts, I agree. And I feel like we need to drum for a few purposes today. So we'll definitely do some of that work. Um, we're also going to read, this is the show I do every month where I read from my colleagues' decks. 
So we won't do it till later in the show, but you guys are welcome to start putting your questions up. I'm going to tell you something. I am much more likely to take questions that are specific questions than I am for general readings. So just FYI, uh, you'll get a lot more out of a quick radio reading if you ask for ask a specific question. But I am going to read from Kelly McLean's Two Decks, Sweary Spirituality and Resistance is Futile. I am going to read from Keisha Angel's deck, Connecting to the Universe. And if any of you guys did the 12-month reading, all of them, I used Keisha's deck for the action cards. They worked out beautiful. Okay, I'm going to use my deck, the Ground Bless, Protect, and Move deck. <laughs> Fumbling with cards. I'm going to use Mo's deck, Mo Tarot. And, of course, I'll use Christy's deck as well. The Kindred Spirits Energy Oracle deck. So I'll just trust Spirit to uh, help me know which deck to pull from. And you guys are welcome to put your questions up and uh, I'll do what I can. I am watching both chat rooms. So whether you're commenting in the uh, Wintu Radio chat room or you're just commenting on either live streams, I should be able to see them. So that's how it's all going to go down. Little coffee today. Matea, my daughter has millions of plants. If you guys think that Scott and I are plant addicts, we raised a plant addict that you cannot believe. <laughs> her house is so pretty and so full of all of these gorgeous plants, but um, I think I got a little uh, reactive to them because I'm a little bit sneezy and coffee, but it's okay. I'm, I'm in much better shape than Scott, my producer, who is also my husband. Um, so you guys, most of you know, our daughter Mars is a varsity softball player. She's trying to find a college to play for right now. Hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, I, I'm, I'm actually really confident that she'll find a school. But anyway, this is her senior year of high school, and, and this kid can bat. She's a power batter, and she's a power hitter because of her dad, you know, because he has taken her, you know, and batted with her constantly. They go to a facility here in our town called The Barn, which is a barn. <laughs> but it's full of uh, batting machines pitching or pitching machines and all this high tech equipment that when you hit the ball, it measures how hard you hit it, where it's going, what, uh, you know, what the trajectory is, all of those things. And so they are going batting all the time. Well, last night they went batting and he was live pitching to her, which basically means you stand behind a screen and you pitch the ball Uh but you kind of have to come out from the side of the screen to pitch it. I mean, it's just kind of how it goes. And she hits hard. I mean, her max uh, velocity, this is the ball off of the bat, is 72 miles an hour. So anyway, she hit him with a ball last night. It wasn't a 72-mile-an-hour hit. It sounds like it was about a 60-mile-an-hour hit. But I don't know if that makes that much difference. You guys ought to see his elbow right on the funny bone. His elbow's like this big. It's huge. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, and they were videoing because these are the kinds of videos that you send to, to the colleges, right? And so there's a video of her hitting the ball and then going oh, and dropping her bat and running towards her dad. And then um, a long line of expletives that goes on for quite some time while he's uh, trying to recover. It's pretty bad. So poor Scott. <laughs> It's not funny. It's kind of funny. His reaction was funny. The video was hilarious. But at any rate, you guys, his poor elbow. It's awful. 
I wasn't sure last night that we didn't need to go get an x-ray today, honestly. I mean, can you imagine taking a ball at 60 miles an hour right on the tip of your elbow? I don't know. We'll see. If it's this bad tomorrow, I'm going to make him go to the doctor. Not good. But that's a committed dad for you, right? I did hear him say he's done live pitching to her, though. It's pitching machine from here on out. I think that's smart. I had to stop throwing with her when uh, she was in about ninth grade because she throws so damn hard that uh, I was afraid I was going to get killed. I used to throw with her all the time. When she was littler, I coached her teams. I played softball. I love softball. And when she was smaller, I was her coach. And then as she got bigger and stronger and scarier, her dad had to take over. <laughs> but So he's coached her teams for the last several years. Uh, but I can't even play catch with her because Jesus Christ. She also, her velocity from the ball off of her hand, her max is right around 50. So... No, I don't want a 50-mile-an-hour fastball coming up my face. I don't know why. Weird, right? Anyway, I have a show and tell. I have hardly poured any resin since Christmas because I probably wore myself out, but also um, I needed to order more resin and hadn't done it. But I had a special order for a birthday present. So um, my niece ordered a tray for, for from me. So I'm going to show you guys. So this is it's a tray. And it's, you know, you can put anything on it. You can put your jewelry, your makeup, your crystals, your cards, whatever. But uh, it's a resin tray. And through the center of it, there's a river of clear that's full of amethyst. Her best friend uh, loves amethyst, so that's what it's full of. Is that not gorgeous? So it's all done, just ready for handles. And it'll be headed to its new home here in a few days. But I'm really excited for that uh, because... Well, special orders are fun, but also now that I have that one done, I'm going to start creating a few that I'll put in my Etsy store. So it'll be a week or so before, you know, I get the ones totally done and photographed and all that cool stuff. But you can watch for that. But if you want to order a tray, this is my smaller size. Some of you saw one of the some of the bigger ones that I made at Christmas time. They're significantly bigger than this. Uh, I'll be making some of those too. So anyway, fun to have some show and tell. Isn't that fun, Lillian? I love it so much. I'm actually so excited. I'm so excited for it to go to its new home. I loved having a special order. I know. <laughs> All righty. Oh, my God. So tomorrow is the inauguration. Today is the last day of Tr Donald Trump. I am not going to make this a political thing on my show, but I do think that um, the empaths have felt like we were living in a bit of a pressure cooker. Uh, you probably still do. That energy still feels like it's ramping up to some degree. Um, I do think that by the weekend, we're going to feel that start to dissipate and come down and you'll start feeling a whole lot more like yourselves. So that is my prediction. In there, But I understand if you've been feeling like you uh, have a lot of pressure in your chest, a lot of pressure in your head, very off-centered, you're not alone. That is how my empaths have been feeling for a couple of weeks, but it's really been ramping up for the last few days. So, okay, I'm going to post a link to the uh, to Luminous, as you guys know. I do have a magazine that I publish on 
every Tuesday. So I'm going to put a link in the chat room so that you guys can see it. But you can also just go over to katie-weaver.com and click on Luminous and you can find it there as well. So I wanted to go through a few things in that. Somehow every year, I really love the heart themes. And every year somehow uh, Valentine's Day sneaks up on me and I uh, don't get as many in. So I decided we're going to start early this year. <laughs> So there you go. And I know some of you hate Valentine's Day and you, it's a commercial holiday and it's, I get it. I do. But when I was a kid, my parents didn't treat Valentine's Day like that. Valentine's Day was a day to spread your love to everybody. We always had gifts from my parents on Valentine's Day. And as adults, we did, you know, it was just a day to spread love with each other. <clears throat> Not necessarily just about couples, you know. And then I didn't even realize till I got to be an adult that a lot of people do treat Valentine's Day like it's just a couple's holiday. I'd never known that before <laughs> because in my world, it was just a day that we loved each other. So anyway, that's how I treat it. That's how I'll treat you guys. You know how it goes. Okay. I called the magazine this week, the Angels Among Us mag uh, edition. Uh, I talked to Anita, Anita Ahuja. She, of course, is a contributor here in Luminous. And she gives us an Ascended Master every week to focus on. And this week she chose Archangel Michael. She felt like uh, Michael would be a good choice because, you know, of the threat of violence this week and uh, just the energy that we're finding ourselves in. And so, and I was thinking about that and thinking how, you know, for anyone who's feeling unsettled, uncentered, maybe even unsafe, Really, why aren't we calling out a whole lot more uh, angelic energy? So that's why we called it the Angels Among Us edition. All right. For my musings, I was thinking about, well, still where we are in the world. And I've shared this song with you guys here before, but uh, <laughs> I, I had said that during the last few weeks of unrest, I keep wondering, WWJLD. What would John Lennon do? <laughs> and his song, Give Peace a Chance, has just been in my heart <clears throat> for this whole month. So at any rate, I shared it with you guys. And I hope that you, I hope you love that song. It's just one of my favorites. My mama was a little too young to be a full-fledged hippie, but young enough or old enough to, uh, you know, be a part of peace protest. And I was raised on Woodstock and peace protest music. And it's still a go-to for me all the time. All right. My 12-month reading. I'm just about done with them. I actually am caught up, which is a blooming miracle. <laughs> but I'm going to leave it up for one more week. So if you have not gotten a 12-month reading from me and you wanted one, this would this is your last chance really this week and then they'll come down for this year but i'm gonna share a link in the chat room for you guys and you guys can uh yeah you can check that out if you're interested so it is a video reading that i will i pull cards from three different decks for all 12 months of the year and give you my impressions for that month what i see happening how i see uh, things playing out so if you're interested in that, that's the way to check it out. And again, it's going to disappear here very soon. 
Okay. All right. From the desk of bitch, we have bitch scopes from Kelly. <clears throat> so good. Her scopes every week just kill me. They're so they're funny, but they're very well, uh, you know, researched and thought out. And I absolutely love what she has to say. But one of the things she does is she gives us a rundown of the astrological highlights for the week. So I thought it was interesting. So today the sun enters Aquarius. I also, while I'm talking about Kelly, her, tomorrow's her birthday. So let's all be sure that we rally around her and give her lots of birthday love tomorrow. Also, I'm going to be on her show on Thursday night. So at 7 p.m. Pacific on Bitchplaining, she and I are going to be talking about diet culture and why it's not a sin to be fat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a fun conversation. Uh, at any rate, <clears throat> the sun entering Aquarius. She said, this transit, obviously one of my favorites, allows us to step back from our rigid individualism and embrace our connectedness and the collective. Goddess knows we need that right now, right? No kidding. So there you go. Okay. So be sure you read your scope, though. They're always so good. My tip this week is how to make rose syrup. Have you guys ever done this? Making botanical syrups like rose or lavender are just... They're a really, um, they're a fancy thing, <laughs> but they're also a really fun way to make something uh, really special that raises your spirits. So to make rose syrup, all you have to do is combine two cups of water with a cup and a half of white sugar and a half a cup of dried organic rose petals. They have to be organic, which means you probably need to order them. And maybe you have a store that has them, but uh, Mountain Rose Herbs is a really good one. But they need to be organic because you're going to put this in your body, right? So you need to know that they didn't have any pesticides sprayed on them. All right, you're just going to simmer that for about 15 minutes without a hard boil, just a, a good simmer. Then let it rest for a few hours. And those hours are important because that is when all of the oils from the roses are seeping into your syrup. And then strain out the roses. You can strain it through cheesecloth a couple of times, or you can strain it through coffee filters. It takes a little bit of time. But then you can bottle and refrigerate that, and you have this fancy little rose uh, syrup. And it's amazing in tea or in cocktails or served over vanilla ice cream or, you know, mixed up. Well, maybe just straight. I don't know what you're up to. <laughs> that's how you make rose syrup you can do that as well with lavender petal uh, petals and it's amazing that are not lavender petals lavender flowers I guess yeah buds anyway so awesome it's just such a I don't know I love these they're affirming somehow life affirming okay Caroline's column why do we choose to be born I loved what she had to say I have a lot of people that wonder that sometimes you know when life gets hard did I really choose this shit <laughs> I know okay I wanted to so that's it for luminous but you guys be sure to take a look at all of the articles and offerings see if there's anything there that uh jumps out at you oh except for I did want to share Anita 
Archangel Michael. She said, Archangel Michael is known for his incredible protection. He is the patron for law enforcement, and we often see him depicted on medals. He is powerful and instantly helps us in any situation, especially those that call for courage. Archangel Michael is also known for his uncanny mechanical abilities and often comes to the rescue with electronic and technological issues, including uncooperative computers. A true warrior, call on this beloved Archangel for help daily. And I know you guys, have, you've certainly heard of Archangel Michael before, <laughs> but that's a really good one to work with if you're feeling like you need some extra safety, extra protection, and certainly some extra courage. So that's it for Luminous. You guys can take a look at the rest of that at your leisure. Okay. Let's keep on moving. Oh, I want to take your attention over to YouTube. So as you know, I have a YouTube channel and a podcast with my sister, Christy. We do, of course, our... Uh, podcast called True Crime Paranormal. And we have a couple of new cases I wanted to call your attention to. Our case that broke yesterday morning is about Selena Not Afraid. Selena Not Afraid was a teenager from Montana that died under suspicious circumstances. This year, we have committed ourselves to covering at least one missing or murdered Indigenous woman per uh, week. We want to make sure that we are doing our part. So it's our goal that by the end of the year, we've covered uh, at least 50 of these cases. And believe me, that is a drop in the bucket. What's happening in the indigenous community in the United States, murder is the third leading cause of death in indigenous women and girls. The third leading cause. Can you imagine that? Yeah. The rates of sexual assault in Indigenous women and girls are staggering. But what's happening is that these women are disappearing or they're being murdered, and there is very little law enforcement follow-through. Um, there's not much of a reckoning happening. Women that are disappearing are rarely being found. Part of it is jurisdictional issues between the reservation and uh, other law enforcement, as well as the FBI and resource issues, all of that. Uh, some of it is just straight up racism. And some of it is that uh, some people have figured out how to buck the system. And we talk about all of that in our videos. But at any rate, that is our case this week is a girl from Montana, a teenager who died under suspicious circumstances and her death was just instantly written off as uh, something completely uh, normal, which it could not have been. And that's one of the things you're going to see us covering and talking about a lot this year. So I want to call your attention to that case. And then our case that broke this morning is just so wild. This is an undertaker and coroner from the early 1900s. Now, this may, it kills me. His name, Francis Drescher. That's right, Fran Drescher. <laughs> He's not the nanny, but he did kill his nanny. Uh, this undertaker got creative in drumming up more business. 
So you do want to uh, watch that one. Uh, even if you're not so much into true crime, that episode is a lot of fun. And not that murder's ever fun, but, uh, you know, this was 100 years ago. We might be able to laugh a little bit about this case now, or at least uh, be astonished by it. So at any rate, you can head over to True Crime Paranormal on YouTube or pretty much anybody who carries podcasts and cracked me up. To be honest, the, the thing that killed me is that uh, the way he was killing people was by mailing them samples of medication that made it look like they were coming from a pharmaceutical company. They were quinine that he had laced with strychnine. So first of all, you take random medicine that just shows up in the mail. Apparently, that was a real thing back in that age. That was still back when, you know, people would go to like carnivals and street fairs and there'd be people with trunks and, you know, carriages full of whatever new snake oil, you know, that was uh, the big thing. And apparently pharmaceutical companies did mail out uh, samples of their medication. So anyway, and, and there are others who also have been charged and uh, convicted of killing people in this way. So, you know, if you get some aspirin in the mail, don't take it. <laughs> right? Anyway, it just kills me. My how times have changed. Not that pharmaceutically, we're probably not still being raked over the coals because, uh, you know, I think we all kind of think we are. But at any rate, maybe things are a little safer than they used to be. Thus comes the USDA, right? All right. Okay. Now we're done with Luminous. We've done that. Let's drum. Let's drum. So I thought today it would be wise for us to drum for peace. To drum to release all of the uh, pent-up energy you're feeling in your bodies that's so uncomfortable. One thing that you would consider or want to consider is that... Uh, some movement is going to help you to release some of this uh, uncomfortable energy. If you're feeling uncomfortable in your skin and off and, as Kelly would say, bajiggity, some movement's going to help you. And I'm not saying you have to go run a 5K, right? But a walk around the block, dancing around the living room, you know, whatever is, is wise and safe and good for you and your climate. Like, there's no taking a walk right now where I live because... um want to slip and fall but <laughs> I can definitely move in the house or we could go swimming or you know some other activity but do something to move yourself some light stretching even will help to release some of this energy from your body but I'm going to drum for you for the same purpose so I'm going to drum I'm just going to ask you guys to sit with the drum and breathe with it and allow the frequency of the drum to just Permeate your spirit and allow the drum to just help release anything you're carrying that's no longer serving you. Now, many of you know that have done drum work with me before. Sometimes it really brings out a fight or flight in you when it first starts and try to breathe through it. I mean, if you have to just turn it off, you can't do it. I get it. That's fine. But try first if you can 
to breathe through the flight or the fight and just allow yourself to sink into it. The other thing that I hear from people all the time is that the longer they sit with the drum, the more they hear something coming from the drum. Some people hear chanting, singing, voices, things like that. And so if you can sit and breathe and allow yourself to just be with the drum, you just may be feeling a little more of that as well and experiencing more of that. So here we go. Yes, Sid, you're correct. She said, I think the original purpose of the FDA was to protect against the carnival and snake oil medications. It was. Now, we can say what we want about the FDA. Uh, you know, they uh, aren't always perfect for sure, but that is why they were started. Yeah. And Pamela says, seems like there's still a lot of snake oil out there. Ooh, isn't there though? Yeah, for sure. Okay. All righty. So, I'm going to drum. You guys just close your eyes, sit back, relax, and allow yourself to sink in. We're holding space that A, we're going to let the drum release anything from you that isn't serving you, and B, we're going to allow the frequency of the drum to help us to manifest peace.
Did you run? <laughs> if you ran away, come back. How did you do with that? I had some good release. I felt really pinched in my small back. Had a nice release there in between my shoulders. Those are two places I have been, I think, carrying some tension of the uh, collective around here. Yeah. Definitely. Well, we've been feeling it in our physical bodies and our spirit bodies. It's going to get better, guys. I promise. Okay. Well, there you have it. I'm going to jump back into the other chat room here for just a second. Uh, JR wondered what kinds of questions uh, would be good to ask. You know, any question is probably okay for this application. Uh, really just uh, whatever's in your heart, you know, if there's something you're specifically thinking about today or if you'd like to see a path forward on something, anything like that would be completely fine, uh, you know. It, what, what I get on these shows sometimes is people go, uh, yeah, pull me a card or I just like a general reading. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that in the essence of time, when we have lots of people to read for, I would rather have specific questions so I can get to the meat of what you're thinking about uh, a little faster. So that's kind of where it's at for me. Okay. Alrighty, so taking a look at all of our cards, so I'm going to remind you, I'm reading with all of my colleague cards today. So I have the Swery Spiritual, well, we're going to try again. I have the Swery Spirituality cards from Kelly McLean. I have the Connections to the Universe cards with Keisha Angel. I have, hi Jeannie, good to see you here. I have my deck. The Ground Bless, Protect, and Move deck. And I have Motero. And of course, I have Christie's deck as well. This is the Kindred Spirits Energy Oracle deck. So, you know, when I see a question from one of you guys, I take a look and go, okay, what, uh, what deck do I feel like you need? And how do I, you know, what card should I pull? Anyway, so that's kind of how it works. All right, so I'm going to start with you, Lillian. She said, do you see me staying put or moving? Ooh, yeah, good question. Okay, let's take a look. I'm going to pull a Motero card. I'm also going to pull a Connections to the Universe card, mostly as an action card, uh, card just to see if there's anything else we want to add to with our Motero cards. So... You know, I had Mo a while back on One Two News, and he was talking about how when he created this deck, it's because he wanted these specific uh, symbols, stories, pictures, because they remind him of something that helps him to uh, know exactly what he needs to, you know, know for his client, which I just thought was pretty neat. He did all of the artwork on his cards, and every card tells a story of his life or that reminds him of something or kind of perks his... Uh, imagination so interesting which I thought was awesome partly because uh, I lack those artistic skills I have great artistic skills in other arenas but as far as being able to really uh, like draw like that nah so more power to Mo alright Lillian 
Okay. Alrighty. So actually the card from Mo is the two of discs, which is the change card. So in asking if you should consider moving, I feel like the answer is yes. Though I'm going to tell you my gut feeling is that it's a ways down the road. I could even see it not being this year. I feel like moving is a possibility, but I feel like it will be really well thought out and is going to take a little bit of time to accomplish. So there's a there's a yes there, but uh, again, it's something that I feel like is a ways down the road for you. All right, the uh, the action card from Keisha from the uh, Connecting to the Universe deck. Self-love is the best medicine. It's the mermaid card. Isn't she adorable? Ask how can I cherish myself more? The universe reflects the love and appreciation you give yourself. Lillian, I just think it's always a good reminder. And you do a good job of self-care and taking care of uh, yourself and doing things that you feel good about and want. Uh, just a good reminder for you and for all of us, I think. Yep. And also, thank you for tearing yourself away from uh, from Biden to come and see me. <laughs> I appreciate you. Okay. She says she's been waiting for the age of the Aquarius since the 60s, right? We've been hearing about it for a damn long time. <laughs> oh, she did say she would like to leave Florida but doesn't know where to go. Good question. I feel like, Lillian, it will put you closer to other people that uh, that you care about. I feel like this is a pretty calculated move to uh, move closer to people that you want to be able to have more in your space. Oh, hi, Maya. All right. And Terry said protection and prayers for the incoming president and the world. Oh, the world group of incoming group of families. Yeah. Yes. Everyone. JR says, I've had a difficult experience with a man... Gamma, I just can't forgive. I want to let go. What are you picking up? All right, let's pull two things. Let's pull an energy oracle card for you. It's, JR, it's in your ego. So your ego is in your left brain. Your ego is, your ego's job is to keep you safe. I mean, we all know people whose egos have uh, run away with them, you know, and that's not you. But I do feel like your ego is holding on tightly to this experience so that you don't repeat it. The problem is you don't need it anymore. You're not going to repeat it. And so part of this is reminding your ego that you are safe, that this situation is over, and you can let it go. The thing is about forgiveness. Forgiveness is never saying what you did to me is okay. Because it's not. What forgiveness is is saying I'm going I'm ready to let myself be done with holding on to this and making letting it be of detriment to me again and again and again. And so I feel like this is a better place for you to, you know, to hopefully kind of shift into. And that is just recognizing forgiving doesn't mean letting what they did be okay. It means forgiving yourself for the whole situation and, and what it's done to your world. And it also is just giving yourself permission to remove the last cords from it, take the last deep breaths and be done with it. All right. Okay. So the two cards I pulled. Oh, perfect. So this is the Archangel Raphael card. 
His primary message is healing, a time of rest, self-care, seeking comfort, offering support to others, and developing energy healing skills and get energy healing. He is also all about the heart chakra, and I think that's why it's coming up for you. Uh, heart and root is where your uh, the residue of this is hanging on, and I think that uh, really doing some work in reminding your root that you're safe and you don't have to hold on to this anymore to keep you safe, and then reminding your heart that you're safe and it's okay to let this go. The crystal associated is green calcite, and the meditation is, Dear Archangel Raphael, please come to me and heal me. Surround me in a bubble of green healing light and bring me comfort. And JR, I'm going to really challenge you to take yourself into some meditative space and call in Archangel Raphael and ask him to come in and help you, to work with you, to release this situation, to release this pain and let it go. I feel like it's going to be really helpful for you to get some angelic healing and clearing with this one. I feel like you've done a lot of the rest of the work, you know. And if at some point there's still some cords here we need to pull, we can do that. But I'm really confident you can get through this. Okay, the Sweary Spirituality card. Receiving is an open and passive energy. Lean back, not a forward. So really leaning back, leaning out of the situation and allowing the support of your angels, of your guides, of people like me that can help support you through situations like this so that you feel better. And don't feel like you have to keep packing this around on your back. Yep. All right. Lillian said, thank you to, for the confirmation. I feel the change is happening in me now, but the move will be later and closer to my real home. Yep. I totally agree with you there. Okay. Jumping into the other chat room here. I'm seeing that we have some COVID afoot. Stupid COVID have you guys, any of you guys had the opportunity to have a vaccination yet? I know some of you will probably choose not to, but I'm curious. My sister Kara got it because she's in healthcare and she felt really awful for about 12 hours, but uh, now she's going the right direction. <laughs> and my daughter gets to have it in next week because she also works in healthcare. So I'm seeing the rheumatologist tomorrow and I'm going to find out uh, how soon I can get it with my immune system stuff deficiencies. I have to have it. And so I'm waiting to find out, but I have sometimes had some bad reactions to immunizations. I typically don't get the flu shot for that very reason. Um, JR, you're very welcome. But I just feel very strongly this time that I got to do it. So I'm not manifesting that. I'm hoping I just have it and I feel fine and there's actually no blowback at all. We're going to move through it. Lillian said, Florida is the worst. You can't even get an appointment. Oh, I'm sorry. That's so frustrating. I am definitely lucky where I live that uh, it's not hard to get an appointment for anything. You know, you can usually go to the doctor within a day or two. You can usually get into the DMV in a day or so. You can, you know, we, I'm lucky. I know. I get it. You guys sometimes uh, are up against a lot. All right, Tiffany says, if time allows, I would love some insight into new widespread pain in muscles, bones, and nerves, along with muscle weakness and fatigue since December. The COVID test was negative. Oh, Tiffany, let's see. Hmm. 
Tiffany, I really want you to go see a rheumatologist and have a whole rheumatology panel run. I feel like there is something here that needs attention, needs to be diagnosed and uh, properly treated, and that it's going to take a, a battery of tests to get down to it. But a rheumatologist is what I'm really feeling because they're going to recognize the, what that runs along their gamut this could, you know, potentially be and get working on it. So I'm going to just wrap you up in a whole lot of green light right now and to help stave this off, I am going to tell you that one thing I'm seeing is that overdoing it right now is a big mistake. So give yourself that rest. Don't push yourself too hard. That's not going to be a good path. And the other part of that is that stress is really going to exacerbate your symptoms. So um, it's really easy to tell people don't have stress, but that sometimes just gives you stress. But I am going to tell you to choose not to engage in things that you know will bring you stress or with people that you know will bring you stress as much as you can right now because stress is going to add to it. But rheumatologist. Okay. Hello, Sid. Thank you. I'm so glad it worked out as well. All right. Pamela said I need to call my health insurance to straighten out an important matter, but I'm so out of sorts that I don't know if this is the day to tackle that. I agree, Pamela. I suspect it's not. I would give this tell tomorrow or even Thursday to just walk through it. Yep. I do feel like you're going to be able to get it straightened out and that they're going to work better with you than you might have anticipated. So I'm not super worried about it. Uh, but I do agree that today's just not a good day for it. All right. Denise said, is Grandma Wilma around me lately? Thinking she's joining forces with Grandma Ida. Let's tap into her. Yeah, actually, I see them both. <laughs> They're actually adorable with each other. Um, so Grandma Wilma says that... Uh, They've just really worried about you and loneliness the last while and have uh, been doing their best to kind of be close by to keep you company. She said it's not the same. She knows. But she said you've just been alone a lot and it's been worrisome for her. And so, yeah, they both have been around you quite a lot. Uh, they both have the sweetest energies and laughs. I just feel so much, uh, I don't know, joy, I guess is the right word, emanating from both of them. And Denise, I feel like that's what they're trying to bring into your world, too. And I think it's working and in a lot of ways. I mean, they're keying in on the loneliness and, and the alone stuff, which is true. Um, but as we know, that's going to get better this year. I have a lot of faith in that. Okay. Sid said, poor Scott, I hope he heals up soon. How funny that I whacked my left funny bone, too, last night. None of my usual bruise remedies seem to help for some reason. Oh, I'm sorry, Sid. That sucks. I think I feel like they will, but you you took a pretty good hit. All right. Rebecca said, I'm wondering about finding housing in the state I'm moving to. It'll be online, of course, Rebecca. I know that you have kind of a temporary situation. Um, I would, when you get there, get uh, onto Nextdoor 
in that area. If that's, you know, if you're liking it there and you could see yourself staying there, get on the next door app and see if you can find anything that way. Sometimes that's a little more cozy way to look for housing. Uh, but I think the key of it really is going to be figuring out where you want to be and then, you know, looking for what is around there. You may also even in that area, get on the next door app and ask, you know, tell people that you're, you're looking for housing. This is the area you'd like to be in, ask for suggestions. There is nothing like community pages for great referrals. I mean, sure, you know, sometimes you find the trolls and the, the dumbasses. That's, you know, the internet for you. But I feel like you can find some good referrals that way, though, from people that uh, don't have an agenda. Okay, Terry, she said, I'd love to see what you feel about me going home. I've been in the hospital now for more than 11 weeks. I miss my kitty and my boys. I finally got to visit with Jack last Saturday, but they only allow for one hour of time. Yeah, Terry, I know you're so ready. I don't know. Let's tune into it and see what we get. So with home health services, Terry, I do feel like you'll be home by the end of the month. I do. I know there is a fall risk here, and I feel like there's probably more retrofitting to your house that needs to be done and it would be wise to kind of start talking to your PTs and OTs about that now and letting your family know what uh, retrofits the house needs to accommodate you coming home but I feel like it's very possible that by the end of January again with some really good home health in place that we could see you come home so I do feel like it's coming so keep working on those goals, but again, start having some conversations about what does my house need and getting your family on board because I know they want you to come home too. They just want you to come home safely. They're scared, you know? Okay, very good. So I'm going to hold space that it's soon and that it's uh, all in your very best interest as well. I'll read Maureen. She said the COVID bug hit our house. Logan tested positive and we're quarantined for 10 days. Well, damn. His symptoms are mild and I just received my first vaccine last week. Of course, my work is not happy. May I please have a clearing? You bet, Maureen. Let's tune into you. I'm sure your work's not happy, but by God, I think sometimes they need a little Maureen free time so that they can recognize what an asset you are to them, you know? And I hope that you can take some of this time at least to just lay on the couch, you know, to just do nothing, to have fun, to let go of stress and let go of the uh, should-haves all the time. Don't should yourself to death here, right? We're going to just uh, try to find some ways to actually enjoy this quarantine time. But I am very sorry that Logan uh, contracted. I think you're good. I, I'm glad you got the shot last week. All right. Obviously, though, you're going to pay attention to your symptoms and be wise. I know you will. Okay. All right. So I cleared your aura, and then I'm just clearing the top of your head, like from your brow all the way up into your crown. There's quite a lot of pressure there, so I'm just going to release that. And balance that. Good. All right, now let's just get lots of good light around you. 
to just quell the chaos. I'm feeling really strongly to prompt you to do a space clearing at your house. While you're home. Whether you use sage or palo santo or dragon's blood or vibration. You know, whatever you choose, that's fine. But I do feel like I need to tell you that your space needs to be cleared to help clear the chaos out of there. Okay, Maureen, that feels quite a lot better. So, have fun. Alishaya, I will post a picture of the tray as soon as I get off the show, I promise. I should have thought about that, and I did not. Tiffany says, x-ray for sure. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm going to push for that. <laughs> There's literally a an urgent care around the corner from our house. He could do that. But I agree. That was a big hit. Okay, let's see. Oh, yes, Laura, happy birthday. I always thought that's so fun. Her birthday is the same day as my son. So last week, my oldest turned 21. Can you even believe it? Yeah. So she would love a birthday message for, uh, well, for the year, right? Okay, let's see. What do we want? Let's pull it from Keisha. Laura also said that her daughter is an ER vet and she got her first vaccine. She felt yucky within 24 hours, headache, fever, tired, and then okay the following day. Good signs her immune system is doing its job. Yep. That's how it was for Kara too. She was pretty sick for like 12 hours and then it was done. And she had COVID over Thanksgiving. So she, you know, recognized, she said, this feels very COVID-y. <laughs> and then she was good. Okay, Laura, I pulled three cards. I just wanted to know what should we expect for the next, uh, or what are some actions to take for the next six months? The first one was the love card, Archangel Shamuel. So opening yourself to love. I feel like this might actually be uh, kind of doubling down on your communities. I think that since COVID, uh, you've been pretty isolated as well. And that um, maybe some of the communities that you used to uh, interface with more, you've kind of fallen apart from. This could be about finding some new community. It could also just be about kind of falling back in with some of the communities that you were more active with. All right. Three months-ish down the road. It's the clear your mind card. Take a step back and allow your thoughts to become still. As you detach from your situation, your next step will become crystal clear. This is a good reminder for some meditation. And I feel like some of your best meditation is actually walking Mika, you know, and getting outside. But a good reminder partway through the year that, or, you know, through this, uh, so we're looking at March-ish, that uh, you need to be thinking about meditating, clearing your mind, taking a step back from things and not overthinking them, but just uh, letting impressions form. And then six month mark, the Buddha card, breath. Life is breath, breath is life. Inhale deeply and let yourself be filled with new vitality. I think this is where you get to go back to yoga. <laughs> I feel like sometime around June-ish, you get to go back to some of the things that you used to do and love before COVID struck and get to kind of start getting back to some kind of normal. So I love that. Laura, I feel like overall this, uh, this birth year looks to me like you're going to be able to really thrive in 
And I feel like uh, after the miracles that your family has experienced the last couple of years, there's more coming. Okay. Alrighty, here we go. We are definitely out of time. So I want to thank you guys very much for joining me today. I want to remind you that I am a professional psychic advisor at OneTwoListen.com. I am there every day. Come over and have a reading, have some energy work. Let's see what we can do to help you to thrive as well. And of course, I will be back twice on Thursday. I'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific for Strange Phenomena and Mysteries. Uh, I have the main topic this week. And let me just tell you, I think it's going to be dealing with missing feet. We'll see. <laughs> And then I'll be back on Thursday night at 7 p.m. Pacific on Bitch Splaining with Kelly McLean. So lots more of me this week, but I'd love to see you over at One Two Listen as well. You have been listening to The Katie Weaver Show here on One Two Radio, where we're changing the way you listen to the world. <laughs>